Welcome everyone, Be'ez HaShem. We continue with the Yerushim HaShem Simen Vav Siv Gimel, Shir number 18. Today is Vav Adar Be'ez, Toshin Pei Be'ez, March 9th, 2022. We are discussing the halachas of Elokai Neshama this morning. We have discussed already that when a person wakes up in the morning, you say, Ma'ida'ani, you wash your hands, and you say Ashiyatzar. Ashiyatzar is the bracha which we make for the goof, for the body. Ashiyatzar is in the body. And the Lakai Neshama is the bracha of the Neshama of the soul. Says the Mechaber, Sif Gimel. The bracha of Lakai Neshama does not begin with a Baruch Ato Hashem in the beginning. Because it is a berchas hoido, it's a bracha of thanks. A berchas hoido is ein poischois bebaruch, and a bracha of hoido does not begin with a baruch, with the word baruch ato Hashem. The words baruch ato Hashem in front of it. Kimoishim etzino berchas agasham. Just like just like you find by the berchas agasham, the bracha of the rain. Also, we're saying here does not begin with a baruch ato Hashem. Okay, so that's step number one. Step number one is. Elokeinu Shama is does not begin with the Baruch Ato Hashem. We're in chapter six, number three, as as opposed to other brachas that we are familiar with until now, and it's a Birchus Haida. It's a bracha of thanks to Hashem, and therefore a Birchus Haida does not have to begin with a Baruch Ato Hashem. Says the Mishnah Sif Katan Yud Beis. We're in the bottom of the page now in the Mishnah Sif Katan Yud Beis number twelve. Ve'ena bracha. It's not what's called a bracha, which is near its friend. What does a bracha near its friend mean? What does that mean? We know we're supposed to make friends in life. Never heard of a bracha making a friend. So we'll explain what that means in a second. You're permitted, therefore, to make the bracha of the brachas in the morning until elakai neshama. So in other words, you would say... In the morning, in your house, you could we discussed, you could say that. You could say Ashiyatzar right after you use the restroom. And then when it comes to and then when it comes to uh you can wait and say that in Shul. That's what the Mishra just told us. But Baitsakinesishama. And in Shul you start, you begin Alakainashama. Now before we continue, let's backtrack for a second. You had the place, by the way? No? You want if you bring it to me, I'll So So Brocha Smuchavertha is as follows. You start with the Baruch Ato Hashem. And then the next Brocha does not begin with the Baruch Ato Hashem. Let's give an example of this. We have say again? Okay, Ashiyatza is a good example. I want to give a different example. You'll see why in a minute. Okay. Til Sadarach. That's that's yeah. Til Sadarach. Okay, so Til Sadarach begins Yihirotsoin. Doesn't begin Baruch Atu Hashem. It's all question what kind of bracha Til Sadarach, what kind of category of bracha is it? Is it a personal Tfil of Bakasha? And the truth is, we're not learning Til Sadarach now, but one should know that. The correct approach is that each individual recites the bracha of Tila Sadarach by themselves. The incorrect approach is for, let's say, the driver or one person in the car or truck or school bus to recite for everybody. This mistake probably came about because you have, let's say, 
the bus leader, the camp leader, or the, the Rebbe on the bus, who is saying it for all the children, and the children are going to say Amen afterwards, and then that's how you grow up. You think that's the way you're supposed to be done. Now, maybe that's where the mistake came from, but really, the correct approach is that each person makes his own bracha. Let's put that aside for now. However, the best approach the place can talk about when you say to us there, if you can, if you want to eat some mezainas, you want to eat a shahakol, drink or take a drink, then you make a bracha achrona. After you make a bracha achrona, as soon as you go from the bracha achrona, you make a bar in the fashion, right? As soon as you end the bracha achrona, go straight into the tilos adarach. Then you say, you hear outside, right away. You make the alamechia, you finish the alamechia, you go straight into the tilos adarach. That's a bracha, samuch, next to chaverta, it's friend. So we're saying here, the first opinion that the Mishra is bringing down from the Torah, is that Ashiyah Elokai Neshama is not a bracha smuch al Okay. Therefore, for those who use the art school center, those who use the art school center, you'll notice that the order of how the brachas are set up in the morning is Anatila Sedayim, Ashiyatzar, Berchas Torah, then Elokai Neshama. And if you notice on page 18, and I'm not an expert in the in the article Siddur, so I know all pages by heart. I just happened to look at it last night, okay, or yesterday. It says some recite the Lakaina Shama at this point after Ashiyatzar. Why do they do that? Because they do want to connect, and that's what we're going to say in the next line of the Mishnah Brura. They do want to connect Ashiyatzar to Lakaina Shama, which it seems like the wording of the Mishnah Brura, which we're going to see right now, is the more ideal approach. So let's see that right now. Three lines down over here, it says, Mikomokan yesh lasois atzad ha Right? Sounds like it's a better approach. Atzad ha The better approach is, La hasmich elakai neshama lebechas ashiyatzar. To connect elakai neshama to the brach of ashiyatzar. Va'ami bera gra, besimim mem vav. Take a look at the gra and shokhanarech and simim mem vav. Shedaiti gamkin debechas elakai neshama smucho lebechas ashiyatzar. And he says, in fact, the Gras says, yes, that we do define Elokai Neshama as a bracha, smuch lechaverta, not like the Mishnah brought from who? From the Tor, three lines above. And therefore, you should make sure to say, Ashiyatzar, after, right before, and then after you say, Elokai Neshama. That's the correct approach. That's the best approach. And therefore, ideally, that's what you should do. Clear? Yeah. Good. Now, a new point now. Let's say for whatever reason, a person did not make the brach of Lakaina Shama until after he died in Shmaina Esrei. We're going to see now, there's an opinion that says he should not say Lakaina Shama after Shmaina Esrei. Why not? Because he already has said, Once he says, Hashem brings the mace, the person who's not alive, back to life. That's similar to what? Mm-hmm. Because when the person sleeps at night, what happens is the Shama goes up to Shemaim. And if the whole thing goes up, then that's over. But when we're saying, Hashem brings the, the mace that was not alive back to life. He's resurrecting the dead. So that's similar to Lekayin Says the Mishnah here, 
he didn't make the bracha. Now it's uh, you already dive now right? You should not make the bracha after tfila. Tfila means after shmona esrei. Because since you already said the words Hashem resurrects the dead. It's similar to the fact that Hashem brings the person who is not alive back to life. Hashem gives the, the neshama back to the person. That is brought down from the pre-chadash, one of the achrayim, that the Mishra brings down. However, So, if you take a look over here, and it starts really on the previous page, this this shari tshuva, this lengthy shari tshuva, this discussion right on top of you. Okay, we're not going to go see it inside, but thank you for showing everybody on the screen. He goes through a whole back and forth, and I'll just tell you outside a little part of the question, a very common question. You wake up middle night. Make a, you wake up middle night, for whatever reason. You have to go to the bathroom. You have to go. You, Hear a baby crying, right? Whatever it might be. Do you say the kind of shama? When you wake up middle night, do you say the kind of shama? So, the maskana, the conclusion is based on the Rambam, the Kesef Mishnah, explain the Rambam, that's what the Shah brings down, that we don't. However, there are those that say you do. There are, there is, there are, there are approaches, and it's brought down here in the Slanty Shah that that discuss. That's the words he brings down over here. If you want to say the kind of shama, the kima rishayin. In other words, you get up at uh, two o'clock in the morning, you go to the bathroom, whatever, whatever reason why you woke up, you come, when you come back, so that well, if you can't go back to sleep, that's already you're up now for the day. Oh, yes, that's yes. a different story. But this we're talking about when you woke up and you do want to go back to sleep, but you already kima rishayin. You woke up, so he says here shape dummy. I'm bringing this down from the Shari Chu, which is not how we pass it. But he brings down opinions like this that say that you, you, when you wake up for the real waking up for the day, it's now 6.30, whatever, whatever time you wake up in the morning, you say it again without concluding concluding but you would still say right? That you could still say. And when you said it's a birchas you're thanking Hashem. Yes. Just to repeat the question, the question is: Let's say a person wakes up a few times in the middle of the night. Would he say it every time he wakes up? So the lashon over here is the harishoyna. It sounds like it's specifically that first time he gets up. Even though he's going to be going back to sleep afterwards, mm-hmm. but it wouldn't. In other words, a person knows that's 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 yeah. He has to get a few times in the middle of the night, so he's not going. In, once again, I want to be clear: we don't we don't pass him like this. But according to that understanding of it, it's good to know the basic background of the of the machlekes of the sugya that the person, according to that understanding, would say it the, only the first time, not every time. Back in to the Mishra when he quotes the Shari Shuva. So once again, the Shari Shuva mefakik mo'ayd b'din He disagrees with the Prichadash. And he says, what was the Prichadash? Once again, the Prichadash was 
that if you didn't say L'kai Neshama, and you David Shemar Esrei, you cannot go back and recite L'kai Neshama, because you already said, Mechayim Eisim Shemar Esrei. So the Shari Chuvah disagrees. The Masik the Alkopanim in Beisha Amar Berchas Mechayim Eisim Mechayim Eisim. How you bedait the Levarich Alakai Neshama Achar Tfilo Roshoi Achar Kach Levarich Ein Shematan. Chayim Ashu Shema Godim. Fine. So he says like this. He says, let's say you you're you're a Damishman Esrei, and you're about to get to the Brach of Mechayim Eisim, and Hashem resurrects the dead, and you realize, wait a minute. I didn't say Lakai Neshama this morning. For whatever reason. And you want to say Lakai Neshama after Shwan You can't say it middle Shwan you can't do that. Right? So at that point in time, in your mind, what you're saying is that the Brach of Mechaya Meisim is not going to, we'll call it, wipe out the Brach of Lakai Neshama. And therefore, you'd be permitted to say to say and recite al kain neshama afterwards. Wow. That's what he says is the best approach if you remember at that point in time. Lamaisa, it seems like you do have who to rely on and what to rely on if you still do want to say it and do say the brach of al kain neshama even after yidav and shemana esrei, and you said mechayim mason. In regards to the, the text of the bracha, I'm sorry? Have that kavana that you well, well, that's the best approach. Right. That's what I'm saying. That's the best approach to have that kavana that you still want to recite. Um, you still want to recite. But you have to have that kavana, otherwise you couldn't do it. You no, so I'm saying, I just said yeah, that right. that the best approach is that you should have that kavana. But even if you didn't have that kavana, oh, there is who to rely on to, to still say the bracha of the shama. Meaning, this Shari Chuvay, Mrs. Mefakim Boivin didn't say. He doesn't like that approach. Now, what he's saying is that it's best to have a mind. But let's say you didn't have that. Let's say only after you finish one so you realize, wait a minute, I didn't say Lakai Neshama this morning. So there is there is who to rely on and what to rely on to still say the Brach Lakai Neshama. Now, if you don't say the Brach Lakai Neshama, so you basically already said it, according to other opinions. Okay. In regards to the Nusuch, the text, Lo Yoimar Atu Yitzarto B, Rak Atu Yitzarto Atu Nafachto B. So he's just explaining over here the text of the correct version, how it should be recited. It shouldn't be Atu Yitzarto B, you formed me, Atu Nafachto B, you blew inside of me, but rather it's Atu Yitzarto Atu Nafachto B. The inside of me, the B, me, is only after Nafachto. Let's continue now with Sif Dalit. Let me give a little introduction to Sif Dalit. Sif Dalit is going to be discussing something that we don't do today. And in Sif Dalit, you're going to have a scenario where one person would make the bracha of the Bechaz HaShachar in the morning, and then his friend would answer Amen to his brachas. Then the next person would turn to his friend, he would make the brachas, and the next person would answer Amen. I'll go all the way around like this. When they would all actually get to start davening, I don't know, maybe they started another half an hour earlier. I don't know what to tell you. Why do they do this? Because they want to make sure they get their 90 Amains in for the day. Now, that's, that's why they wanted to do this. So, the question is, is this permissible? Or is this a concern making a bracha shenetzricha? Making a bracha that's not necessary. So what we're going to say is, it is permissible, they're allowed to do it, that's the Mechaber. 
We're going to see in the Mishnah Rura, that's not our minig, that's not what we do. On, 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 a, on a, another point is that if a person follows suit the way that Chazal created the brachas, you'll get your nandia mains throughout the day properly. You, you just, in other words, the word tzaddik is an acronym. Tzaddik is nandia mains. Dalit is the four times you say kedusha, and and yud is ten times you you say kaddish, and then the kuf is a hundred times to make hundred brachas a day. That's tzaddik, okay? You, if you follow, we'll, we Mitzvah Shem will get to the Maya brachas b'cholyon. You follow the whole procedure. So generally speaking, you know you're going to shul, you're hearing brachas, you're saying amen. Throughout the day, you'll get your ninety amens. So I'm not sure exactly. Why they wanted to do all this, but Bikitzer, that's what they wanted to do. The Mechaber says, Siv Dalad, Yesh Noigin, Sha'achar Shaberech Echod Berechas Hashachar, Vo'anu Achor of Amen. There are those that wanted to follow this approach that after one person said the Brach of Brachas of Berechas Hashachar, the answer Amen, Choyzer Echod Mehoinim Amen, Vavarech Vo'inin Achor of Amen. Then that person who just answered Amen, he went back and made the brachas, and then the next person answered Amen. And this is what they did. All those who answered Amen first, they went to the next person, they made the brachas, so the next person can answer Amen. By the way, the Gemara says that the one that answers Amen is even greater than the one who makes the bracha. So they want to make sure they get their Amen's in there. Ah, so here's a bigger problem even. Here's a bigger problem. I want to I first translate the words and explain from an example. Don't have tainas on what they're doing by saying they're doing something wrong because if you answer a main to someone's bracha, you already fulfilled your obligation for the bracha. What's, what's he referring to? So you have a scenario like this. Many shuls Lel Simchas Torah, the night of Simchas Torah. Women, children, they come to shul. After a few akafas, many shuls, the Rav makes Kiddush. The Rav makes Kiddush, they have a little break, because to go all the way with seven akafas might be too much. It's a shayin halach about this fight, but that's many many shuls. The Rav, what's he going to do when he makes Kiddush? What's he going to do the last bracha? The last bracha is what? The last bracha is Shechion. Right? <laughs> right? So, if an Isha already lit candles, which is the correct approach, right? For many minhagim like this. If she already lit candles, so what did she do when she lit the candles? She made Shechion. So, I know I've heard a, a, a Rav, when he makes Kiddush, before he makes Kiddush, he says, if you already lit candles and made Shechion, you should not answer Amen when I make Shechionu. Because if you answer Amen, then it's like you're making the bracha. So that's what he's discussing over here. He says, don't ask a, a Shiloh on them that how could you answer Amen and then go make your own bracha? You just fulfilled the bracha. That's not a problem. Why not? So he explains, which the truth is, this same solution could be also by Simchas Torah, but that's already given to a whole shear, and when you're making Kiddush, you don't want to get into the whole shear. Okay? He says, mm-hmm. 
ואפילו אם היה מברך מחייב מלא יצא חרם, הם מחייב נשלו יוצא בברכוסי. So, it's two solutions. Because number one, what was the question once again? The question was that don't say what they're doing is wrong because if you answer a main, you can't go back and make the bracha afterwards because you just said a main. It's like you said the bracha. No, because the one who said the bracha did not have the one who's listening in mind. As well as the one who's listening in mind did not have intention to be part of the one who's making the bracha of his bracha. So therefore, it's not a problem. And, and technically, the lady, if she knows this, right. she could also. But like I said, when it's time to make Kiddush, you don't give explanations of a shir. Okay? Yeah. That's why, fine. Okay. That's probably one of the worst times to give a, a shir when it's time to make Kiddush. Okay. Okay. says, Those that have the minig, of doing this approach of saying the brachas and everybody answers amen and then continue. And their intention of doing this is that each one should be able to fill the 90 amens throughout the day. In my in my house, when my children have a project to get to, I don't know, like a thousand amens, you know, or for X amount of time. So my, my seven-year-old, my Khan, who's not, not her class's project, she's the one who's always marking down she says, how many was that? Who said it? Five, six? Okay, fine. <laughs> Fills in the circles, the boxes, you know? Okay. <laughs> Look at the Shari Tshuva, that there are those that are not so comfortable with such approach. And one, sh- one, one reason that they're not, not so comfortable because maybe you're causing a bracha shin Okay? Because if we, like we discussed that if if you do have a mind to be Yitzay, right? Okay, fine. Now he says, look at the Tshuva Miyava. One of the Tshuvas for him. According to us, that we have the Minik, that we're not Yitzay with the Bracha of the Chazin. He says, it's not a problem. You can do this. It's not a problem. That one person can make the Bracha, and the next person answer Amen afterwards. Another reason why, why they're not so comfortable with this approach is because of Beroiv Am Hadras Melech. Beroiv Am Hadras Melech. In other words, when you have individuals doing things privately, that's not as great as when you have a multitude, a group of people doing it together. And when you have Mitzvah Shem, week from today is Tanya Esther, week from tonight will be Purim, and we're going to lane the Megillah, and it's brought down that you want to go to a place where the most amount of people in town. Okay, the other factors taken to, to account as well, but the same concept of Bereif Am, Hajus Melech, when you have more people doing the mitzvah, it's greater covered, greater glory to, to Hashem. Nowadays, it says the Primagodim, the best approach is that only the Chazan should be doing this out loud. Ayn Sham, take a look over there for more explanation. So here also he says, each person has who to rely on. Has who to rely on, whether or not they can go around the shul, and each person will say Amen to the next person's brachas and make it himself, but rather um, the best approach says the Prima Godim nowadays is that one person, the Chazim, makes the brachas and everyone answers Amen. Says the Mishra Sefkadim Yadalit, Shikvar Yatsu. 
So the Mechaber said that don't have complaints on such an approach that they already fulfilled the mitzvah. It's interesting Levush here. The Levush says that you cannot be mighty others. Their obligation of Berchas Hashachar with less than 10 people. So what I mean is like this. Let's say a person's listening to the Chazan and the Chazan's making the brachas. And you're answering your mate. The Levush will say, if, if in order for that to work for you, to fulfill your obligation, it has to be a scenario that what? That there's a minion already. Now, there are some shuls that are makbid. Before they start brachas, they have ten people. They, before, they have, before they start, right? Before they, it could be based on this. Even though, nowadays, we're not making the brachas to be mighty others. Okay. It's only an expert, an expert person who knows the davening, that's when he cannot be mighty unless you have ten. But the person who's davening is not an expert. Even according to Lavush, he would not be, um, he would not need ten. Okay, so that was the end of Simon Vav. In Siv Gimel, we spoke about the bracha of Lakai Neshama, and we spoke about the fact that whether or not you should say it right after Ashi Yatsar, the Mishra says, even though there's who to rely on, if you don't say it right after Ashi Yatsar, the best approach you said twice is to say Elokai Neshama right after Ashi Yatsar. That was um, Sif Gimel, as well as that if you didn't say Elokai Neshama before Shman Esrei, so there, there's uh, those that want to say that you should not say it afterwards because you already said Mechai Mesim, Shavu is not so comfortable with that approach. And ideally, if you do remember before you Shman Esrei, or why Yidam Shman Esrei, before the bracha of, of Mechai Mesim, should have in mind that that bracha should not be going on with Lakai Neshama, and in there, then you could say it afterwards. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Sif Talib, we spoke about those who want to make the 90 amains on the day, so then each one will make their different brachas. And we said nowadays, the Chazan is the one who says the brachas, and we answer me to that. Mitzvah Hashem, we will continue next time with Simen Zayin, Din Levarich Berchas Ashi Yatsar, Kol Yoyim Achatos Mayim, that a person should make the bracha Ashi Yatsar every time after he uses the restroom.